So, hello! It's Hi. time for another Conversation Squared, but not just Conversation Squared, because it's Conversation Squared meets Voice This with Milani Jaisingham. So, hello. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Pretty well, thank you. Pretty well. Uh, the weather took a turn for the worse, so I had a cold, and now it's gone, oh, as I'm oh sure you're God. very happy to hear, because everybody loves <laughs> yes. to talk about the weather. <laughs> Well, very sunny here uh, in Toronto, okay. so that's good, thankfully, because like weather has been on and off these days, and I didn't know if I had to put away my winter jacket or not, and now I'm just going to let it just go. I'm going to, I'll figure it out. If it's too cold, that's not, that's my problem now. Yeah, it's a hard time, isn't it, where you're like, you're going outside and you think, do I need my hat and my gloves and my jacket, or is it t-shirt weather? Yeah, I can't. I can't. So now I have just officially just told myself, I'm just going to wear whatever I want. If I'm cold, I'll borrow someone else's sweater. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I will just, just, I will just deal with it. That's it. What can you do? Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> and Toronto is an amazing city. I love it. Oh, it's yeah. good. It's not bad. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's good. It's good. Born and raised here. So it's really fun. And it is cool. what it is. So it's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. Like, I, I love to just walk through the city because it's, for me, you know, like I'm from Scotland and from, like, my experience of cities were very small until, mm -hmm. obviously, I'd been to London, which is a big one, but then Toronto was like, wow, proper skyscrapers and stuff. It was so big. Yeah. There's more. Like, if you haven't, there's way more now. So come on in. Okay. Awesome. Cool. There's some construction now. So it's great. It's really, well, there's always construction, but, like, you should come. Yeah, awesome. you should come and we should have this episode in person. That would be amazing. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Have you actually managed to get a guest in the same room? No. Even though I'm trying to think, like I actually interviewed people in Toronto, but I did it during the pandemic, and now I'm restarting or I'm doing season two now, and everybody's remote at this point because yeah, I I didn't even bother thinking of like, oh, should we meet in person? I'm just like, hi, when's your availability? And then I'll just send them the. <laughs> I like yeah. completely forgot, but I was telling myself, I'm like, maybe we should try doing this in person because it's it's a whole new vibe, and I actually don't even know what that's like doing podcasting in person because yeah. I started during the pandemic, so I, I, this is this is what I know. This, this, and then another screen. That's that's it. That's the yeah. Yeah, likewise. I no, I I think it must actually be quite nice to have a bit more of the sort of awareness of body language and other things than just what's within the video screen you know yeah um, it's true yeah totally totally um <laughs> i was just about to say something really weird and now i've admitted it so i'm gonna have to reveal it. it is that <laughs> you know because i i've known so many people from our industry from online and and mostly mm -hmm. met many of them during the pandemic lots of yep. wonderful lovely people and I finally met many of them in Arlington at uh, the Voice, you know, conference last year. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was quite surprised at the height of various people. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that's where you were going. I was even going to mention height too because I was like, but then I'm, I'm like 5'3". So like I have nothing okay. to say about height. So I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I'm shocked by everyone's height. They're so tall with no like, duh. Like, <laughs> so for, for the most part, yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. What were you expecting and what did you end up seeing? Well, it, it would be cruel to single people out because I really don't want to do that. But I had certain expectations about the height of certain people just from 
just from their video image, from the way they were interacting with people. And then when I met him, I was like, wow, you're taller or you're smaller than I expected. And it it makes no difference really. You know, the person is the person, their height doesn't really matter. But still somehow it felt a tiny bit significant, you know, like. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I was disappointed. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, my God, they're taller than I thought. I've, I've usually gotten like, oh, you're shorter than I thought. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? They're like, you give off like, I've literally someone has told me that I give off a five foot six energy. And I'm like, what does that mean? What? So I okay. well, take it. But I'm only <laughs> but like I was like, okay, like I give off taller. I don't know what that means. But anyway, I will take it. Thank you so much for those that commented. But yeah, no, I usually get you're shorter than I expected. I was like, yeah, I've been short, so it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's just the <laughs> height and who cares really? It's just yeah. one of these things. I guess yeah. maybe I could lead that into talking about conversational AI because as we're talking to this thing in whatever modality we're building up a picture of that person or entity we're talking to, that persona. Mm -hmm. And even here where we're seeing each other, we're still imagining more of the detail about that person Mm -hmm. we're talking to. Mm -hmm. What do you think? That is interesting. Like, because you're painting the picture that you're seeing, like the picture you have to paint, for example, for me is like, you don't know how long my arms are. You don't know, like, you know what I mean? That's actually so interesting that we subconsciously do that though. Like, right. Yeah. And then that's why in person, when you go see their height, you're like, Oh, like you're shocked for if they're taller or not. Meanwhile, yeah. do we get that shock or like disappointment when we're dealing with modalities? Because when do we get confirmation of, unless they do something wrong or they say incorrectly, cause you're like, okay, they're correct. I'm going to ask them these questions. And they said something totally off board. And then you're like, but I feel like you get turned off easily or you get turned off versus when it comes to like little disappointments, when it comes to height, you're like, it is, as you said, right? Like, oh, it doesn't matter because, you know, it's just height. But do we see yeah. that here? We're like, oh, my God, let me turn off. Like, you know how sometimes like it, it would start like, um, so right now I'm staring. I like I'm talking to it like it's right here. So I'm talking to my Google Home and like I okay. turned off the mic because sometimes it, it starts to like starts talking out of nowhere. I'm like, no one's talking to you. Who like started doing it? So I have to turn the mic off because I'm like, uh-huh. no. And then I'm like, you know, we shut it down. I feel like we don't give it as much chances as we do for humans, which yeah. is a good and a bad thing, but we are where we are. <laughs> no, exactly. We're still adjusting to having these things in our homes, in our lives. And we're still talking about it. And we're like, yeah. it's still the conversation. It's, <laughs> I feel like that was the conversation when I started the podcast and it's like, still, yeah. And now I don't know if we talk about it. Now we're like, oh, but ChatGPT though. Did you ask the questions there? Did you know? Side note, this is a side note. But like I was listening to a podcast and they're like, you can judge a person based off of their first prompt they put in, in ChatGPT. Like when someone introduces you to ChatGPT, you're like, oh. And the first question you ask it, you can judge a person by that. And I was like, oh my God, what did I ask? I don't remember now because I've been like, just like playing around with it. And I'm like... But I feel like I'm, I would have been like, oh, what is that? Where can I get this? Like something yeah. really like basic and mundane. But I'm just trying to think of like, oh, you can judge it for, oh my God. Like this is yeah. like very interesting. But yeah, no, what did you so, put in? Or what do you remember your first search? The first significant one I'm quite excited to tell you because it was really weird and fun. Um, yeah. Because, you know, within VUX world, we were talking about it and everyone was like, yeah, I'm going to try this. And I can't remember what the other guys did before me, but my first or earliest, like the one I remember was uh, 
write me the lyrics to a death metal song about a murderous granny. And it was good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that just like... <laughs> That just shocked me from word to word. Like it just got worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't expe- I didn't expect that. I was like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. And it was good. Well, I'm not going to yeah. <laughs> well, no, like it, it wasn't as if it is not like that completely came from nowhere because um, I think. Are you trying to justify yourself? No, I'm just going to go. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm not crazy. Um, but it was. Uh, yeah, like some of the other stuff that was being shared was like it had, I think someone had asked it to write in the style of Shakespeare and it was mm. pretty convincing. You know, not that yeah. I studied Shakespeare apart from at school, <laughs> but, you know, for me it was like, oh, yeah, that feels like Shakespeare could have written it. And it was stuff where mm. we we're like, wow, we could actually push this and see what we get. And it's not like just a wasted time it's like actually we're quite excited to see what we'll get back so yeah but actually mine was slightly inspired by the mighty bush which is a great comedy show i don't know if you've ever seen it no 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 there's an episode all about murderous grannies it's a comedy (laughs) so so that's how you got that because i was gonna ask you like if you didn't bring it up i was gonna be like so ben uh, i have a question for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I only have adorable grannies in my life, so. Okay, it, good. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no bad granny experiences so far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> grannies are cute, so it can never be a bad experience. Grannies are cute, and they're yeah. also yeah, like really uh, a grounding experience. You know, all that wisdom and knowledge. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sometimes and I wish some are sassy, some are not. But you know, you gotta deal with all of them. Absolutely. Sassiness, you know, that, uh, that that can be a good thing. But, you know, sometimes I wish AI had a bit more of a granny element, like a bit more of that kind of grounded life wisdom. You yeah, know? that would be really nice. And like warming. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? You can just ask ChatGPT and be like, pretend to be a grandma. And then yeah. that's it. And then just ask it to do whatever you want to hear. And then you'd be like, oh, my God, I feel grounded and warm. Try it out. I'm going to try That's the way that. to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I think Thanks. it's called role play, right? Like where you give a role to ChatGPT. So here we go. Like, what do you mean? I wish. <laughs> like it's already granted. They're just waiting for you to. Come on, Beth. Come on. Thanks. You did such a creative first. Um, <laughs> the whole thing with the whole murderous granny. You could do the same here. You can just kind of follow up and be like, now pretend to be one of the murderous grannies. No kidding. Don't, don't pretend. Don't ask it to pretend <laughs> to do that. But like, Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's so definitely fun. worth a try. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thanks for the tip. I feel like we could do this for a whole hour, but <laughs> but I went to yes. the effort to prepare some stuff. So yes, you did. I want to throw some structured questions at you. How oh. does that sound? Okay, that sounds good. I'll take it. I'm okay. Scared. Oh my god, I'm scared. No, I'm kidding. no, don't be scared. Don't be scared. So I'm gonna put up the tickers because they look nice. So here's the first uh, one. Yes. Um, and here is what we're going to do now, which is 30 seconds go. <laughs> so, Melanie, please, mm-hmm. in roughly 30 seconds, you may go over. I'm not counting. Beautiful. But I would love to know, what's your favorite bot out of anything in the world? Any bot okay. you've ever experienced? 
Okay, so I would say there's one that I played around with. I was looking for cell phone plans like a couple of weeks ago, and one that like I don't know if it threw me off, but I was like, wow, this is pleasantly good. Is a Canadian company? Like, I don't know if they're Canadian. Kudo. So they have a chatbot, and like they have gifts, and they have a little tutorial of how to use the chatbot. And it wasn't, it wasn't um, as rigid as I expected it to be because their competitors, most of theirs, because then I go check right every time I see a chatbot, I'm like, ooh, are you good? And then yeah, I go yeah. play around with it, and then I'd be like, oh wait, I was here for something else. So then you know I get you know then I go and be like, okay, I'm here for the website for something else. But then for Kudo, I was like, this is so cute. Like the gifts were perfect. Like it was actually a very pleasant surprise. It, match the brand perfectly it was actually genuinely cute you know what it's because it was cute and i was like oh my god you're so cute and then that was it and then i found them <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great and uh i would love to know like uh as you spoke to it did it manage to like was it consistently cute was it consistently enjoyable it was consistently cute that's why i was shocked because i wasn't like oh you're not being it didn't feel forced it didn't feel like this was rigid it was like the gifts were good because i think i was like because sometimes some chatbots have gifts, but then they'd be like a little too much or they might add more than one. Like I've seen that where I'm like, why do you have two? Like you can just have one and call. like that should speak for itself. This one yeah. had one and then it'll say something and most of them were buttons here and there, which is okay. But like for the most part, I was like, this is nice. This is such a good, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, maybe I had no expectations or little expectations for it. But then I was like, oh, this is so nice. This is a pleasant surprise. Good for awesome. you. Kudo. Yeah, great, cool, cool. Going to check out. Um, second question, and that was lovely. You were very succinct. Um, so please, you know, we're all discovering new terms, new jargon. Everybody's bringing new terms to the table. Sometimes they use different terms for the same thing. So please, what's your most hated conversational AI jargon and why? Mm. I don't know. I hate is such a strong word. Um, okay, it doesn't have to be hated, but which one which one jumps to mind and you're like, oh, it's quite difficult you know to use that. I, I don't, I'm not sure. When you were talking, there's one thing that popped in my head was there was a vote or like a voting session that was put on LinkedIn where they were trying to figure out how do we use these words now? Is it now chatbot? Is it still bot? Is it agent? Is it this? Is it that? And I looked at it, I'm like, oh my god and like i don't know if we came to a consensus but i was sitting there and i think it was brayden that like started out that uh the, po the poll on linkedin and i looked at it I was like oh my god like why do we have all these things like so agent is also a bot but we can also say agent as a person behind the phone on an ivr i'm like oh my gosh like yeah. the fact that it's just all over the place we can call um a chatbot a bot we can call this a bot and i'm like i don't know like I just like conversation AI. Let's just keep it broad and then just call it a day. But to me, I think it's like the fact that I saw the poll, I was like, oh my God, really? So we use eight, like that to me, that is like, I don't know if we can ever come down to a point where we're going to call it one thing and be like, oh, it's a bot, regardless of what you make. I doubt it. But to me, the fact that we use agent here and there and the fact that the poll was up, I was like, oh boy, I got a lot of work. This is fine. Yeah. I don't know what happened to the results, though. I like saw it, and I was like, I need to figure out what the results were, but I don't know. I need to go figure it out. I don't know if the poll is still running. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I didn't see it. In my mind. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I, I didn't see that one, but I think even, even the fact that there's a lot of disagreement means that even the results, like it's almost like the question, and then you see the disagreement is enough to know that <laughs> we're, we're still at that yeah. place where nobody can agree on these things. Um, yes. Even... 
you know, we were talking about this uh, at VUX that I love the term bot. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really, I like that. It feels good to say bot and I don't have, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, I have a bit of sort of negative connotations attached or maybe a bit of prejudice about bots, but I, I love bots. Um, mm-hmm. But I I remember that Kane was saying that, you know, if it's like a sort of orchestrated collection like can even be an orchestrated collection of bots then that's an assistant and i i'm maybe misquoting him of course i can't speak for him but it was something along those lines and it's like mm-hmm. i would also just call that a bot call it a bot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like a collection of yeah. bots so now it's, there's a bots with an s yeah oh, oh my god so now yeah. there's an, i forgot about yeah assistant that's one thing i think assistant i'm kind of i don't know how i feel about it but bots are okay i feel like when i tell random people that i'm in conversation they're like what's that and i'm like bot they're like ah bot yeah. ah okay yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah bots universal conversation is getting there i feel but mm-hmm. it is what it is but yeah yeah, yeah exactly. So we, we just no need hate. to keep drumming on people. Conversational AI, but conversational AI, <laughs> but and eventually yes. one day, yeah. There's no um, polls. Sorry. There's no polls needed because then we'll just know what we want to say rather than exactly. saying I, I forgot about sis, assist, agent, bot, chatbot, this that. Ay ay ay. Yeah, there will be more. There will be more. Oh, there'll be more. I feel like it's going the other way, not like we're going to define it to one thing. I think it might just add on to more, but I can't wait. Yeah. But you know, one that that is consistent is conversation designer. Yes. Even a few years ago, that wasn't really. It was like VUI designer, VUI designer. And now, Mm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. eh? Yeah, that's good. Finally. Finally, that's good. But I also do see... Content AI designer, AI designer, da-da-da, da-da-da. and then I have to go in and be like, okay, so the title says this, but what are you actually doing? So, yeah. but at the same time, I love the I love the name conversation designer. Everyone goes, ooh, and I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. It's my favorite. Yeah, it feels amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, do you want to know more? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, <clears throat> and then I just go straight at it. It's my favorite thing to do. But yes, yeah. It it does feel good. Yeah, totally. I think also the fact that it doesn't mention tech specifically mm-hmm. is very good because, mm-hmm. you know, that's more of a kind of, uh, you know, we, we have to be aware as much of users and what's going on in the world as we do with what's happening in the box and how it's all mm-hmm. going to connect together. So Exactly. Yeah. Mm. it's not limiting that's true because if it had incorporated anything related to tech that would be limiting and that means that we're just only looking there but we don't we yeah. actually do look at the users that's a good point good point mm. thanks nice. cool <laughs> okay. okay okay so final 30 seconds go which uh okay. i i always just push people way over 30 seconds but i feel like these are nice little like conversation starters so that's, yeah i that's love the this concept um so the last one, if you could have any synthetic experience, as in any experience with kind of digital systems that give you any experience at all, what would it be? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first thing I thought of, because I'm kind of lazy, is I, wanna, I want a virtual personal trainer okay. who will help me with my workouts, who will also help me with my, like, 
workout plan, maybe even like keep me accountable, check my form. I think I need someone like that, right? Like where I can just turn out as when I want, when I go work out rather than going coordinating with someone or like um, just working out by myself. I think if I had a virtual personal trainer, I would be the most happiest person in the world. That'd be so fun. I won't be able to have conversations, but like, I think that would be something that, because I feel like if I work out alone, I'm bored. If I work out Mm -hmm. with friends, that's distracting. So it's almost like, where's your balance? And a personal trainer would be fun. And I think a virtual one would be, would be more accessible and easy and someone that can help me with my diet plan. So, you know what? I just want to offload all this to someone else so that I can just go to the gym and then be told what to do. I'd be like, I'll do it. Thank you. And then, you know, that's it. That's, That's what I thought of. Yeah. How do I automate? Yeah, how do I, uh, you know, automate my life or figure it out? That's what I want. Okay, cool. Trainer. Yes. In whatever form, I don't know. I don't know. Like, do I want it to be like? Do I want to wear the glasses? That's I don't know. It might ruin the the actual workout, but like, I don't know. TBD. TBD. Someone figure it out. Okay, (laughs) I'm I'm sure they're working on it. I'm sure someone out there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that would be cool. Okay, excellent. So that concludes the 30 seconds go portion of this uh, discussion interview. Um, how did that feel? It wasn't bad. I didn't like to me, anytime someone goes, oh, in 30 seconds, do this. I would start panicking be like, oh my God, what, what second are we at? Am I at two? Am I done? <laughs> the moment you're like, we're not even recording. I'm like, oh, so these are like 30 seconds imaginary. But like, yeah. that's still good. I, lo- I, I still like it. That's fun. Yeah, that's I, I really like, I just considered that as a kind of like uh breaking the ice part of yeah like because sometimes you know now we can go a bit more into the main uh, discussion community building and podcasting and uh you know i like as you've surely found each guest is different and sometimes you need to kind of build them up to talking about the thing because at first well this is just you know, like a, a discussion is lovely, but a discussion yeah. with the recording light on feels different. Yes, that's true. To be brutally honest, I had no idea that light was on. I don't look at that. I look at just the people <laughs> and then I sometimes look at myself and be like, am I still good? Um, but, you know, but I agree. Like back in the day when I first started, I was so nervous. I was like, oh, my God. Now think about it. I'm like, is my mic working? I don't know. Back in the day, I would like spend an hour just to test and make sure everything's good. Do I look good? Now I'm kind of like, what the? Yeah. i'm ready and i've noticed some speakers who are more experienced they're ready to go to they're like yeah here, here's when i'm free so let's go and i'm like you don't want to prep they're like no i'm good i'm like okay. <laughs> wow oh my god okay this is interesting and i feel like that kind of got onto me where i'm like me too do i need to prep i probably should but like i'm gonna pretend like i don't need to yeah yeah i'm good too yeah yeah let's go let's go but yeah, yeah. it's very interesting to see experience versus People that are like, oh, you know what? Actually, let's meet and get organized. So it's very interesting to see both sides. That's what I've noticed in both of the... There's two types of speakers, I would say, or interviewees. People that are like, I'm ready to go. And people are like, hey, let's actually talk about it. I want structure. I want this. So very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm more so on like, I don't mind structure. Let's just go with it. Let's like, let's just talk and have fun. That's, I feel like that's where I see myself. And that's I kind of discovered that through podcasting a little bit. So, yeah. I Yeah, I feel exactly the same. I... You know, I, I make a structure just in case it all falls apart and I don't know what to say, yeah. which yeah. can happen. Sometimes I'm talking to someone and I've got a mind blank and I'm like, yeah. I, I'm listening. The words are coming in, but somehow it's not all connecting in my mind. Yet. Oh, yes. And they can probably see it on my face that I'm a bit like, keep talking, keep talking. I'm going to come to my... And 
it's also like I love to listen. I like mm-hmm. to just sit and listen and wait mm-hmm. for my time to speak without, you know, I don't want to break someone's flow. But genuinely, sometimes I'm like, right now, I don't know what to ask you because <laughs> everything you're asking is so good. And I don't have yes. a question that I feel is good enough for yes. what you're giving me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. You have no idea how many times I've gone through that. They'll see some good. Like, I'd be like, whoa, the answer's so cool. And then they'll be done. I'm like, um, <laughs> that was awesome. I, like, all I have to say was like, that was great. That was awesome. And then when I re-listened to it, I'm like, Milani, you could have said so. Like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, Milani, you could have said so much. You could have asked on this and followed up on this. But I was just too, st- I was just too stunned. I was like, wow, this was great. And sometimes now I'm just like, that was a great answer. Let's go to the next one. Because I'm like, you killed it. And I yeah. love when my guests answer. So you know how you give the script prior, right? Like the interview questions prior. So I do that as well. I love how, I guess... They read all the questions and then, you know, they'll craft their answers sometimes. And I think they answer like two or three questions all in that one answer. And then I look at them and I'm like, oh my God, they just answered all of that. Okay. What's next? Like, I'm like, no, what's next? I'm like, oh my God. So that's like in the beginning, that was really fun where I was like, oh my God. Cause I was so used to structure in the beginning. I was like, let me follow the script and you'll know, be prepared. And I'm like, okay, but she just, that answer just went to all three. So then what do I do yeah. now? And yeah. so nowadays I'm like, you know, and I had one episode uh, did with Erica. She, there was no, I gave her a script, but that conversation just like, that was not related to anything that we planned. Nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. That just like went on. And I was like, I like this better. Like, thank you so much for not going through the script. This conversation is so much better. And it was so good. And that's when I appreciated the fact that I was like, okay, we don't have to follow the script because sometimes, you know, they have their own topics and it, I can actually roll with it. And that's when I was like, oh, I, I guess I could, you know, I'm not too, like, I don't need to overthink and whatnot. Just go with the flow and whatever happens, happens. And then usually, even though you edit and you post, you're kind of like, oh, my God, is this good? I don't know. But then when you get the response, you're like, we got this. We got yeah. this. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's like you, you, you know, as you're developing the idea for the interview, you kind of you feel all of the potential ways it can go. And then you have to refine it to make your question list. And all of that potential is in your head. But when it gets mm-hmm. released to the public, uh, mm-hmm. they don't know what you thought it could be. And they're usually happy with what it became. Have you been to a point where like you've overthought episodes or like you're like, oh, my God, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to post it and just hope for the best. And everyone's like, wow, this is so good. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Because yeah. okay, I'm scared. I don't know. Because like, because it doesn't go through planning, you're like, okay, but I had a script. But then it turns out it's fun because, as you said, it's all in our head, right? We have all the assumptions. We're like, okay, we wanted to go a certain way or we wanted to tackle these points. But turns out the episode itself, and it's because of also the interviewees that we interview as well, right? Like, they, the, their knowledge is just, regardless of what question they answer, is just amazing. Like, the yeah. answers that so far that I've encountered, I'm like, I'm just so like, wow, you're so cool. Oh, right. I'm the one interviewing. Like, I had to, like, constantly be like, okay, I have to con- continue asking questions because I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. But I also have responsibility. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting experience for sure. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, something is at the back of my mind, so I have to air it. And I think we've actually met before. And I, if you're, you were involved with Voice Tech Toronto, which became yes. Voice Tech Global, you were, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. like. That was actually one of my ways into conversational AI. Me like, too. Yeah, yeah. Wait, well, so what were you doing there? Like, were you attending events? Because I feel like I've seen your name too. And I was like, okay, but I don't know what context prior to that as well. And they actually told me to, 
I think you remember this part where I contacted you. I was like, hello, are you free to edit a podcast? Like, it's, And you were like, I'm so busy, but have fun. And I was like... <laughs> Sorry. And she's like, Oh, okay. And I'm like, I'll just do it. It's okay. But yeah, so that was funny. And she yeah. was telling me, she's like, Oh, go contact Ben. He's like, you know, like sound guru, like sound engineer. I'm like, ooh. And then um you were busy. So it's okay. It's okay. It's I'm fine. sorry. Yeah. Now I feel really bad. Uh <laughs> I that's so funny. I can't excuse myself. That was bad. I'm sorry. No, I should have no, no, no. I think but, no. You told me you were like you had a whole paragraph. You're like I'm doing this, 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 and I was like, that's fine. You have a lot going on. That's okay. You don't need a whole podcast to edit right now. That's okay. Thank you so much for your time. Oh my yeah. god, no, that, that's fine. But I love the fact that we ended up meeting now like this while we're telling each other like. I saw you on my This is so funny though. <laughs> but like, were you, were you an attendee for events? Like what, cause I know you were involved, but I can't remember how. Yeah, it was quite tricky and they did their best to involve me, uh, like as in Tim, Paulina and Guy. <clears throat> and uh, so because I'm here in the Czech Republic and you're all in mm-hmm. Toronto, I was <laughs> on video call, yes. but that's, yeah, when when you're on video call to a room full of people, it's a bit like the head in a jar on Futurama, you know, <laughs> except still not in the room. You're kind of like yes. just this head on the jar in the corner. And so I yes. was quite involved and basically I was just observing and learning what was yeah. going on because um, yes, yes. at that point I was really pretty new to everything. And so I was coming from sound engineering into conversation design, which meant I basically was just slapped around the head by this thing called UX. It was like, (laughs) what's UX? What is that? How does this work? Um, And so, yeah, that was really it. So I was, yeah, yeah. and I was was involved for a wee while, but then I think there was a project that started getting developed. But, you know, maybe that's not so relevant, but what is, it's just making me think, yeah, I, so we were both involved in that. And then you asked me to help with the podcast and I was too busy, but let's, I would like to gloss over that. It's okay. It's not a big deal. It's okay. But what's really interesting to me, right, is that, so you, that was in Toronto. You're in Toronto, in the tech scene in Toronto. So I guess probably many of the people from that scene you're still in touch with it to varying degrees like you're still aware of them where they're working and that's a community right mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you had that community at the start and you may have worked with them or you may not have worked in the same place or whatever but mm-hmm. that's already sharing knowledge and then it spreads out but you're probably still connected to those people you've still got that network um mm-hmm. How, you know, how, how has it developed from there for you? Yeah, for sure. So for me, Voice Tech Global, Voice Tech Toronto, it was like the most amazing. I like went in, I was like, oh, this is just an event. And it was funny because one of my friends from middle school, high school, she was in front of the door and I was like, hello? And like, so we, recon- it was like so many like connections and reconnections. And it was like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? How are you? And like, we like, we met up because we met up prior to that too, but like, that was kind of like, again, a reconnection of like us talking. I'm like, oh, what are you doing here? What am I doing? Here? And I was just kind of like looking into it. I was like, okay, I've heard about voice tech through like podcasts and stuff like that. I'm like, what is this? What's going on? So let me check out this event. I remember the first event was Gee, and it was super technical. And me and my friend were like, do you 
get it? Do you get it? No, I don't get it. I'm lost. I'm on step two. Where are you? I haven't even started. Oh my gosh, we asked for help. And we were so lost. By the time we were talking, like it was already done. And he's like, okay, we're done. We're published. And I was like, oh my God, this was so overwhelming. Like, is this, is this conversation? AI? Oh my God, what was that? But then when I got to meet everybody, everyone was super nice. And this was like prior to the pandemic. And I yeah. really loved the vibe that the, the, the group had. So then yeah. I ended up volunteering. And then I was also part of Civic Lab as well. And I got to learn so much about everyone and their roles as well as how to build which i even took upon like so i was working at home depot at the time i would like take on the learnings there and um you know use it when i was in so i came from ux so to me linguistics and stuff like that I'd be like who what so that's the background i come from so it, that was very interesting and even now even the voice at global um they've stopped there's still people that have gone to the events when they're like okay so like where are the events millennia you started and i was like what like i uh, they're like, you know what you're about? And I'm like, what, what does that even mean? <clears throat> so I've noticed that like people still actually look for events and trying to connect with people. Yeah. And everyone has grown. A lot of people have transitioned that want to transition to conversation. I have transitioned. Some people yeah. are still learning. Some people are growing. So it's very interesting to see because some people that were there, they were like, I just want to learn about it. But I don't know if I want to transition. It's more like just learning. Someone like myself, I think I wanted to learn. And then part of me was like, maybe I want to play in this field as well. So it was very interesting to see how we've grown from the past three to four years. And and I still bump into some people. And that, like most of them, just, they're just like, yo, are there any more events? You host some. So um, for Toronto people, TBD, there might be something on the way. So Good. But anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's a need. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That that was a community, right? That was a community yeah, that. Amazing. Yeah, I was sad. Voice Tech Global stopped because I I was so impressed by them that I did their course, the Advanced Conversation Design. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and that yeah. it was brilliant, utterly brilliant. Um, and so that was a community, right? And still, it is sort of a community because you all know each other, you're all networked. But it's like that's sort of what I'm wanting to to speak about a bit. The um. We need these little communities, these little networks where we we can kind of tap into the collective knowledge because nobody knows everything. We can't be exactly. linguistics experts, like graphic design experts if we're working multimodal. You know, we can't have all of these skills, keep them all topped up because everything's changing. So I feel yeah. like the community is pretty much the only way. Even, even reading books, there are great books, but mm-hmm. they're... A lot of it can be out of date as soon as it's published. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Like I'm thinking of like some really great books, like Conversations with Things. I think most of that's still relevant. But, you know, there is that danger. There is that danger. Yeah. So I, I really think like the community is where you kind of you get your finger on the pulse and see what people are talking about, where the skills are, what people are saying is relevant, right? I totally agree. I love community building. I love I love getting people together. I think it's so fun. Just generally just like talking about nothing and everything. Just like learning about different perspectives. Because a lot of times on like if you're reading someone's post online, you only get a certain amount. Like actually, it's kind of like interviewing in person, right? Like when you see these people in person or when you have these events, it's a whole nother vibe. It's a whole nother learning experience. And you get to see where their thinking process, like how their thinking process goes in their head and why they think the way they think. And it's like, oh, what are you doing at work? Oh, this is cool. Like, and it's really good to see. Or otherwise, we're going to be siloed, and it's just—I feel like we move faster as a collective for sure. 
And yeah. I love that. I love events. I love community building. I, that's like my favorite thing to do. That's, and I can't wait to like actually bring something to Toronto. And I was like, and I was thinking for me as well, the podcast was kind of a way to do that, but mm -hmm. mainly it was more so like, I just wanted to learn more. And at the time, Voice Tech Global didn't have a course at the time. They were just making it as I was making the podcast. So I was like, okay, well, I want to learn something. Sometimes just reading on my own, like, that's boring. I, to me, I'm like a people person. Like, I learn from people. So to me, that's why community building, as you said, I'm like, I need that. Like, not even a want. I feel like I need that. So that was the podcast is a way for me to interview people and get to know their weird thinking. But I didn't expect it to be as, I didn't expect it to be as cool or, like, also as hard as it is to make one like i didn't expect that at all no one told me anything ben you didn't tell me no, i'm just kidding um but like um <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but like i but for me that was kind of what started it off i was like i also love to talk and i think what also another part of it was like i was telling polina i'm like hey like you, you know you run so many events and this was actually the last in-person event at the time because we didn't know pandemic was coming i was like why don't we like take the audio and just like you know, make a podcast out of it. She's like, that's a great idea. Go do it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of also how it started. Um, and then I just kind of, and they helped me out with like, oh, guests and interview questions and so on. And then I just kind of ran from there and I was like, oh, this is fun, but also really hard, but also fun, but yeah. also really hard. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. I mean, yeah, um, they, they're a lovely bunch, like uh, really yeah. fantastic people. And I think I can actually work in my uh, poor communication skills as a sound engineer into this conversation constructively because let me explain what I'm thinking because that sounded completely weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to follow you and I'm like, that's so complicated. I hope he elaborates because what <laughs> was that? <laughs> I promise. I, I fully intend to explain what the hell I'm thinking because um, I, I'm reading a book right now about uh, sound, but it, it's called Leading with Sound, and it's a very good book for the video games industry. And so what the author, sadly I can't remember his name right now, but uh, what he's talking about is how uh, sound itself is often an, a kind of afterthought. It's like post-production. And that's a kind of that's from the film industry, you know, like that's the kind of model from the film industry because it had to be at the end. Um, mm -hmm. And he's suggesting ways where sound can be more involved early. And so he's saying that a lot of sound engineers in particular really focus on the technical side and they can also really focus on the design part. And that's what a lot of them talk about and what a lot of them uh, write about and think about but he's saying that you've really got to have this perfect trio in, in each person where they've got technical skills, design skills, but also communication skills, like the interpersonal stuff, because you won't get anything done without that. And I think when you reached out to me a few years ago, I was very much in sound engineer mode where it was like, oh, just leave me in my cupboard. I just want to do stuff and I don't want to talk to people and I don't want to try and fix uh, other people's challenges because I've got my own things to do. And that's, yeah. you can't really evolve from there if you're just thinking of the technical part and maybe the design part, but without, you know, you need this, the communication, mm -hmm. the collaboration, the community to actually mm -hmm. do good stuff. And that's like mm -hmm. the main point of this book I'm reading. So 
So <laughs> that's the first complicated part of what I'm saying. But you're nodding, so that's a good sign. <laughs> I'm, I'm following. So far, so good. I like it. Excellent. Okay, cool. This book is, sounds good. Okay. Excellent. So how I would work that into what we're saying is that I think a lot of what conversation designers are talking about, especially right now with ChatGPT and prompt design, which is kind of the new, like, oh, that's so amazing, exciting thing, which is amazing and exciting. It's just not everything. Um, Mm -hmm. Is that we're talking about the technical stuff. And again, design, you know, it's design tech. Like it's always Mm -hmm. got bits of both. But Mm -hmm. uh, what we should also be talking about is our little communities not just communities of conversation designers but the community of the conversation designer in a team which has all sorts of different people and you have to get on with those people to get something done uh Mm -hmm. or maybe not maybe getting on you have to you have to you have to be able to constructively work together whatever that means Mm -hmm. to you so that's where i was aiming (laughs) at that that's a good point that's because actually i was talking i'm glad it took me forever (laughs) (laughs) i followed i was with you and i was like okay this is going so okay cool this is cool which reminded me what i I don't know this is actually a part of um an episode that i'm going to launch for season two but one of the talking points that i was i heard through the recording was that um right now because of prompt engineering so on designers and engineers are working closely more than ever so yeah. the moment you're like, oh, you know, we need to talk about that. I feel like the tech and design kind of pushed it to a point where we have to or else we don't even we're not able to use the new things that are coming up because design and engineers need to understand each other so that we can understand prompt engineering and figure that out. So I was like, oh, that is interesting because he was saying that, like, we do work together, then we don't. Then we do, yeah. then we don't. And it's just kind of a bumpy ride. Right. And like a lot of times development or like developers are like an afterthought of like oh let's design and then we'll just give it to them and then they can figure out from there and even in ux we talk about how like we want to include everybody in the room from day one and make sure all those points are like covered so it's not like oh developers then find it at the end so and it we're still talking about it here as well but i feel like now we have it's almost getting to a point where we have to or else yeah. And it's like very interesting that like it kind of ties back into communities. So it's almost like we need to we need to actually community is actually much more needed than ever now because of all that's going on. And it's hard to keep up by yourself too, right? Like it's like, how do I keep up with everything without, you know, asking other people or like hearing things from other people. So if you want to learn fast, you got to work together. There's like yeah. all those quotes, right? Like, Oh, like if you walk alone in the path, it's going to be slower. Go with someone else or, you know, all that. Like, <laughs> same, same thing. Apply it to all the community building. It's the same thing. So yeah. I really think it's genuinely important. And also that's how I learned. So I'm like, I need it. So let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we all need it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like yeah. so often I'm like, oh, I should be as knowledgeable about linguistics as, for example, Micah Kronofeka. And it's like, well, that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. But, yeah. you know, sometimes like she'll want to talk to me about sound as has happened mm-hmm. in the past. And it seems like that's my thing that I can contribute to the discussion. And we're all, you know, if we're all just sharing this, it's, um, and, you know, that's just, of course, conversation designers. But when working with, for example, technical people, the coders and so on, we're not going to be able to tell them how to do their job. And that would, of course, be quite pointless. So we, mm-hmm. we just need to be able to understand enough 
to communicate with them about it to get mm-hmm. the thing done to like uh, ask them for their help and they'll ask us uh, for our help and the only way to get that kind of uh, dialogue going is to just sustain it be in communication as much as possible mm-hmm. and what I really like about our community is like conversation designers are very open and kind like that's what I've noticed and I was like they're so warm and cute and like nice like it's actually like so it's it, it's actually not that hard I think mm-hmm. to build a community I think it's missing so that's what I noticed actually in Toronto is I within the past two three months multiple people asked me and I was like okay this is interesting the fact that people are like asking for it someone asked me last year and I liked I took it as a joke last year I was like hey, yeah okay that's a lot of work but then <laughs> the more and more people started asking me I was like oh my god this is needed and I love how they're coming to me I don't know what that means but I will take it and I guess they know I also love like now I think about it like I love that like I love like creating events and like planning it out so it's almost like everyone just went yeah she looks like she can do that Let's go seems like it seems like it <laughs> So that's kind of, it's very interesting that like, I think what it is, is we, we all know we need it. It's just like kind of hard to do it, right? Who's going to start yeah. it? Who's going to be responsible for it? So, um, yeah. So I don't know if I can talk about it a little bit, but we're starting, there's Please. something called AI Speak Easy. So we're trying to start that right now. Um, I'm working with two other people from wisdom.ai. And so we're going to create a community because that was kind of what we're missing. We were talking back and forth and we're like, oh, there's a lot of events happening in Europe and it's very casual, but like, where's that here? And I was like, I don't know. And they're like, okay, let's start one. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Now another person's asking me, I'm like, okay, let's do this. And then even the day we were going to talk about it, someone asked me, the, like another person asked me, and they're like, oh, like, you know, why aren't there, where is Voice Tech Global? That's the main question everyone's asking. They're like, where are yeah. they? And I'm like, I know, I miss them too. And they were just an amazing group and they're just amazing, but they're not. And they're like, oh, like, you know, you should do it then. I'm like, I'm working on it, okay? Like, I just, I'm just starting the first meeting. Okay, look, just everybody hold your horses. Hold on. Let me just figure something out. So I, it's, I love how much there of a need there is. And I think people want it. And it's just starting it is really hard. And I think maintaining it is a whole nother thing. And I don't know what that's going to look like. So we'll see TBD. We can do a follow up on that. Um, but like from your side, actually, I wanted to ask you, actually, you know what? I'm going to flip this interview a little bit. You've been asking me questions and, you know, it was really nice. But now let's flip it over. So it's voice this meets conversation squared. So can you ben, see my discomfort? <laughs> Well, guess okay. what? We're not going to follow a script. So I'm going to ask you, okay? Because I'm curious now. So community building on my end was, you know, creating a podcast. And I love that because I love talking to people. But you were saying how you're like, oh, I'm more so like tech and design. So what about for you? What does building the podcast look like? What was community building look like? What was that response? What did all this look like to you? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for for the question. No, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh, so uh, uh, it's quite strange to have the tables turned. <laughs> wow, I should I should be much nicer to my guests. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's no. okay. You know what? You know, just on a side note, though, I actually learned so much from editing because I used to edit in high school and then I like let go of it because I was like, oh, this is fun. But then I didn't know if I can get a career out of it. And then I just kind of, and then when I tapped back into it, I was like, I miss this so much. And this was like years later. I'm like going through, I'm like, oh my God, this is so much fun. Exhausting, time consuming, but it was so much fun. 
I was like, yeah. oh, I can do this in a day. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm still not done. It's three weeks. So uh, sometimes it takes a long time, but I like the whole experience of podcasting was great. Sorry, back to you. This this question was for you. I don't know why I'm at your turn. You end. Totally fine. Totally fine. I, I love <laughs> editing as well. Like I've done so much that it, it yeah, you get into a Zen mind yes. when you're doing it that you don't have yeah. to question. You just start to feel where it should go. Um Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so with Conversation Squared, the intention was to basically crowdsource the knowledge because people, there's a hunger for it. People want to know what's going on and how to do it. And so the way I see it is like if I ask enough people about the relevant topics of what we have to deal with, then the data, so to speak, will start to fall into piles, which are like stepping stones for people. So, you know, if enough people say this is true, then that becomes mm-hmm. a stepping stone and we all say, okay, that's a good one. We land on that and then where do we go next? That's kind of the visualization I have for it in my head. As far as community building goes, I'm still still trying to get to grips with that one. Like I, I was doing a lot more LinkedIn posts in the past. Um mm-hmm. And I quite enjoyed it, and it became almost like a game to try and see how many likes you can get. <laughs> and then, and then I realised that this is not really satisfying me anymore because I, I did start to get quite a lot of likes, and I realised is this actually helping? And so mm-hmm. I've sort of taken my foot off the accelerator with that. And um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, like maybe the most relevant one I did was um, I made a links board. Uh, called Conversation Designers Links on Notion. And when I shared that, I made it over a year ago. And when I I shared it, it got a very good response. Like people were really excited, like, thanks so much. Because basically I'd collected every link that was useful to me and put Mm -hmm. them into categories like linguistics or UX Mm. or whatever, or even start Mm -hmm. here. And uh, so many people were joining and I shared it with them. And they were like, oh, that's great because that shows me roughly like how to navigate this how to get an idea of what to do and then I haven't updated it in quite a while but I still get very nice messages from people saying thanks for that it helps which is great but Mm -hmm. I haven't updated it in a while because I discovered (laughs) that I couldn't stay up to date I couldn't Mm -hmm. add them fast enough and then Mm -hmm. just like trying to get likes on LinkedIn I was trying to get enough links into the board to keep it relevant and manage it. And I was like, I can't stay up to date with everything that's going on and even Mm -hmm. eliminate the stuff that's irrelevant now. I literally, Mm -hmm. I was looking at it like, I just can't, you know, I don't have the time. And uh, so I stopped and it's still online and people still Mm -hmm. tell me they they appreciate it. So that's great. But Mm -hmm. that was kind of, you know, I was trying to, uh, sort of basically honestly position myself as someone that people would come to for knowledge I thought that Mm. that's a very good position to be in partly self-promotion that is of course part of it Um, It but also but also trying to be useful Mm. you know like Mm -hmm. genuinely like the self-promotion doesn't work unless you're useful you know it it, it can't (laughs) just be hot air it needs to genuinely be useful so that's what I was aiming for like if I can be genuinely useful 
uh, it should lead me to good work and, you know, mm-hmm. peace, love, happiness, everything. Yes. <laughs> That's so sweet. That is so sweet. And I noticed one thing that we both have in common is that in a way the links was for you too, right? Like you wanted to learn on your own and you just yeah. put into a database and you're like, okay, here's a notion page for everyone else. That yeah. was kind of my thing with the podcast too. This was for my learning. But like, if anyone else is curious, here you go. Here's an audio version. You know, we're, by the way, we're going to launch on YouTube too soon, just an FYI. Oh, we already launched. So cool. that's, yeah. Yeah. So we're, there's more uh, videos coming. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's also a lot of work too. But yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I noticed that like, it was for both of our learnings and like, one thing that you mentioned was like, you were genuine. And I, I actually heard this as a comment for the episode was like, I feel like you're so like, they were like the episodes and how you speak to people. It's, it was so genuine that it was nice to hear. And I was like, cool, because genuine, like I was genuinely interested in the conversation. This was genuinely from my knowledge as well. And I'm like, you know, if it helps someone else, that's, that works for me too. Like yeah. that's just a bonus. Right. But also at yeah. the same time, when you start helping other people and you start hearing comments, you're like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I can help you anyway. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there's a, it is, it is like a little satisfying. You're like, Oh, look at that. Like, you know, I did something, but like, the fact I think genuine like the the fact that you're being genuine, your into like your intention definitely is out there. That's probably why you got the likes that you got and like the messages that you still get is because they resonate. So I think I when so. you're building something and when you're doing something, I think the intention is very like people can read that. And if you're being yeah. genuine, I didn't it's not like something that you forced to do. It's just you're passionate no. about it, you're curious. And they can read it. And the fact that when they said that out loud to me and as a comment, it's like, oh, this is what I found about your podcast. I was like, that's deep. Like, I didn't know you can like, I thought you were just going to learn about conversation AI and like how to design it, whatever. Like, whoa, you called it genuine? Thank, wow, thank you. This is, wow, you guys. So I, like, I, yeah, like, I think that's why I love the community so much more because they're so cute. Yeah, (laughs) no, totally. And really, you, you cannot fake curiosity. I think yes. it's so apparent when somebody is really eager to like, you know, dig deeper, to, to learn mm-hmm. more, to understand more. It's, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it comes across quite clearly, mm-hmm. you know, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of that in this, in this community, right? There's, because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think you would really struggle if you didn't want to learn more because you can't yeah. just say, all right, I'm going to read that one book <laughs> and then I'm going to stop. That's it. <laughs> that's it just designing voice a user interfaces maybe like two pages of conversations with things and that's it thank you so much we're good i'm a pro Mm-mm. you'll be lost like in two seconds there you're already like no <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's so true that is so true but yeah oh a next question for you because i'm not done because i fucked okay. it now i'm gonna keep that because this is fun wow okay um i know like it's funny now that i think about it these are questions you were supposed to ask me but i'm just gonna ask you because <laughs> why not uh and I'll, I'll answer with you too so please uh we were talking about keeping up to date right so yeah. how do you keep up to date oh oh well i think when i wrote that question i was gonna hopefully lead towards building a community <laughs> 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 but actually, there, there is more to it. There is more to it. Um, the up-to-dateness for me is this, speaking to people, learning from people, uh, even uh, like this. Or um, previously, I was very involved in voice lunch, and that was great mm-hmm. for it. Now, I'm honestly not so sure if it's still going. If it is, sorry, that wasn't meant to be a dig. It's just I'm not very involved anymore. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and... 
so various online communities and LinkedIn and so on. <clears throat> but also, I, I work with Kane Sims, you know, like I listen to Pretty him good. all the time. Um, <laughs> he, he's knowledgeable and connected and he's always learning from people as well. And then also Justin Randall is our uh, chief technical officer and he's like utterly brilliant uh uh, with many aspects, but of course he's a technical officer, so really on the tech side, I'm learning a lot. And then in the team, you know, there's a lot of curiosity. So people, there's only six of us, but people are finding articles and sharing them in our Slack, just like, hey, folks, this could be interesting to you. And so I go and look at that, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I would say I've got a bit of, it's not officially like mentoring, but from Kane and Justin, I'm getting that from them mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and then in the team a lot of knowledge share and then online and how about you mm -hmm. pretty much the same so online as well um yeah you know what i love how you're like it's mentoring but not mentoring it's not a unofficial mentors so i feel like i have a couple of those where i'm like "Ooh, you're so inspirational i want to follow everything you do and everything you say so yeah. i love that i i feel like there's Subconsciously, I have so many unofficial, like if I see their name on LinkedIn, I'm like, Ooh, what do they have to say? See more. Um, so there's that, there's community building. And I think like in a way, me talking to the interviewees or connecting with people, having coffee chats, that's kind of my way to keep up to date and like trying to figure out, okay, what's like, what books are you reading? What articles are you reading? Uh, I also speak to Elaine on the side. So we'll just share things and we'll be like, did you see that? Did you see this? So like, there's like different levels of like unofficial mentors to random articles and books people coffee chats and then random messages to lane so yeah. that's how i keep myself up to date that's but it, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. but it's really like that's a lot of community right that's really exactly. connections yeah it's at the end of it because that's how that's how i learned so i'm like okay people is my thing let's conversations with people is my thing so i'm like okay let's do that that's how i learn so I can design the conversations with things. Ooh. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> no, like that, that is it. That is it. Yeah. That's it. You know, yeah. even when I was speaking with Kane, like I did one of these with him because he'd done five years of the UX world. And I said, it's, mm -hmm. not, it's not surprising that uh, what the UX world is now, and this isn't intended to be a plug, but it sounds like one, but basically consultancy, but it started yeah. as a podcast. And I said, it's not ironic that a business built on conversations started with him having lots of conversations because, you know, we're learning from each other, but we're even just experiencing the conversation, like the, the kind of ebb and flow and the different ways that people express themselves. And it's like constantly topping up this idea of how we communicate which also yes. oh god sometimes my brain is just like and then everything and then everything so i'll stop after this but the reason the reason why this is called conversation squared is because we're talking about conversation design but we're having a conversation and what i hoped for the viewers listeners is that there's maybe a little bit of um like conversation analysis for them as they're watching or listening because they're learning, but also at the same time, they're just hearing people talking and mm -hmm. they can analyze how we react to each other. You know, the constant mm -hmm. like reactions mm -hmm. and uh, even the facial expressions and everything. Like, uh, mm -hmm. so I, I sort of wanted it to have that kind of meta layer of information. If that doesn't make me yeah, sound cool. too clever, because it was unintentional, because <laughs> I'm not very clever. 
<laughs> no, that was so cool. That was so cool. And I want to steal that now. I want to be like, I, that's why I named it Voice This because I want you guys to voice it out as well. Like you guys listen to Voice This and you guys can voice this out and make new connections. I think I just I like found that. it kind of cool. Yeah, because I felt like Voice This was very like generic, but also kind of cool. And then I'm going to add an exclamation mark because I'm really cool. But it turns out it doesn't work for SEO, but it's too late because it's been two <laughs> years. So whatever, we got to do what we got to do. But yeah, that is at the end of the day, that's kind of our, in, like, our, again, our intentions just kind of come out, right? Like the way you name it, the way you do things. I think once you put your intentions in there, it actually does flow and people do. That's what I end up doing. Like I was listening to one of your episodes and I was... I just had a conversation with myself. I was like, ooh, this is cool. That's cool. That's a neat pop. And then I would laugh with you guys. People are laughing. I hope they laugh with us. I hope they're not laughing at us. But like the fact that they do, like, you know, they would chuckle and we chuckle or like, you know, if we make a good point. Sometimes I react when I listen to podcasts. I'm like, ooh, that was good. But like, yeah. I'm not talking to anyone, right? But like, even then that they are interacting with um, the episode real time sometimes too. So, or maybe it's just me. If it's just me, then okay, then that's the whole thing. No, but like, me too. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So like whenever I feel like that's also that's just a whole level of that's just cool. I just wish like we can like see these reactions. If there's a way where we can see people reacting to our episodes and if you guys want to do that you can record and you know send it to either one of us or both of us you know all at the same time that'd be kind of cool. Um that would but be yeah crazy. like that would be right? people doing like, their yeah. reaction videos to our podcasts that would it would be <laughs> utterly fascinating and a little bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a tad bit though, because it, yeah, it's a tad bit strange. But there's like TV shows about people like watching TV shows. So why can't we have a podcast about people watching podcasts? Who knows? <laughs> I'm not doing that. I was like, someone else can do it, and then they can watch us. That would be cool. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, so I that's think, interesting. Yeah, I think Milani, we we need to wrap it up because I think yes. we've been talking for over an hour. Which is lovely. And I can go on. I can go on. <laughs> I can too. go on till the sun sets. Like, I, well, I don't know where the sun is at for you guys, but ours, you know, it's only 9 a.m. right now. So we can, you oh. know, keep going. But yes, this was such an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for letting me steal a couple minutes where I can interview you. That was no, really fun. Thank you. Thank you. That was um, lovely. But yeah. 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 Likewise. And thanks for having me. This was great. So hopefully we'll have a follow up and see how things go. And that time we can do Voice This Meets Conversation Squared with Ben. Deal. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Less yellow though, but like we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll manage something. <laughs> yes. We'll tell the community and they'll Yes. Know. Exactly. So, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Milani, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me.